You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Wee! Tonight's host is DJ Jesse Janity. Joining Jesse will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Aaron LaRosa and David Schifalitti. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Weed news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, DJ Jesse Janity! Yo, what up, After Buzz? It's your boy DJ Jesse Janity, and we're here back again after Nurse Jackie, after United States of Terror, with Mr. David Schiffelady. Hello! Skiffelady. No, but the way I'm saying it. Oh, okay. I'm pulling a little United States of Terror oh, right okay. now. Thank I'm pulling you. a little United <laughs> States of Terror right now. And I'm going to bring the voice back for you, Dave, because I know how much you love this voice. I love that voice. Phil hates it. <laughs> Phil, what, what was your character's name from last week? Shalon- Shawanda? Shawana. Shawana. Yeah. Maybe she'll come out for weeds. Maybe. All right. So... Whoa. Whoa. First of all, before we do this, Whoa. you guys might have heard Aaron LaRosa in the, um, in you the might intro. have heard Weed. Yeah. <laughs> and, After uh, Buzz for Weed. Weed. Or uh, Aaron LaRosa. Um, we just, Aaron was on the journey with us at the beginning during Nurse Jack, United States of Terror. Mm-hmm. She left us for True Blood. Um, but she's in our memory wow. and that's why she was there today. But anyways, Weeds, very excited that this is back. Um, I'm very excited to be watching it again. It, it, it just kind of, you know, the thing about Weeds is they go away for such a long time mm-hmm. that you're kind of like, where are they really going to go this season? But every time I watch every episode, it's just like, what's the next one? Where are we going <laughs> next? I remember last... You're like a little kid. I, I really am. When it <laughs> Waiting comes, for summer camp. Yes. And Weeds was just that show that, for me personally, I couldn't get enough of it. Not that I could go back and watch the episodes again. Really? I totally I could. could. I could. I could. But I just... I love going on the journey with them. I don't need mm-hmm. to go back because I remember it. I remember so everything that they're doing. Um, I feel like I'm there with them. Do you? I do. You're part of the family. Yes. Uh, um. So just a little ketchup and liquor. No. <laughs> what? Ketchup and liquor. Just to catch you guys up. Last oh, season. Catcher and liquor. Ke- yeah. I get it. You never heard that joke no, before. No, I thought you said ketchup and liquor. I did. I know. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, um, to catch you guys up. Last we saw, um, Nancy Botwin and the crew were heading to Copenhagen um, to get away from the FBI, to get away from Esteban, her ex-husband, who was a drug lord. Um, 
who in which she had a baby Stevie with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that didn't work out too well. She got caught and David's going crazy over Oops. Don't say anything. <laughs> so, um yeah, so basically Nancy gets pulled aside in the um airport by Esteban and Guillermo and um is being threatened that they want the child Stevie back. Um Nancy then calls Andy and says, hey, we're going to go with plan C. And plan C is forget waiting for Nancy and just head to Copenhagen. Um, Unfortunately, Silas, the oldest son, um, wasn't in the plan. And Esteban had thought ahead, grabbed Silas, and basically used him as bait for Nancy to hand over Stevie. Um, Because when it comes down to it, Stevie's the new child. She wasn't really connected with Stevie so like she was with Silas, so she traded Stevie over for Silas. That's odd. It's <laughs> odd, but it make it kind of makes sense. The way that you put it is very strange. Why? Because it's a newborn baby, technically. And the connection that a mother has with a newborn child is, is very strong. Right. Well, what happened with this season, because you, you didn't No, I, did, I didn't see last season. She was always saying how she felt bad that this baby wasn't being raised correctly and that she's traveling and like running by from a the stable family. Right. She okay. was running from the police and all the time and um, she couldn't really breastfeed because she was so stressed all the time and she just wanted the baby to have a stable place um, and she didn't feel like she could connect with the child the same way she was connecting with she had connected with through all the years with her kids. Um, okay. So that's where she, her mentality that. was with that. Also, she was kind of shocked at the fact that Silas had wanted to live with a fa- her, his father, who he had known for maybe 10 minutes. So that kind of shows that, you know, hey, mom, I'm tired of your shit, and I'm moving on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, here we are. Esteban has the baby now and doesn't release Nancy, and basically him and Guillermo are going to bring Nancy to be killed. As they leave the airport, Nancy says, well, I can get away using Plan C. Also involved with Plan C was calling the FBI, ratting um, Esteban out, and the FBI basically captured Esteban, Guillermo, and Nancy. Now, the deal was that Nancy was going to go to jail for three years, and she would be released in witness uh, protection. Release to witness protection. Yes. Witness relocation. Relocation. We can call it. So now here we are three years later. Um, they started out at this kind of funny scene, which... Yeah, there was no intro, not the normal... Little houses little on boxes, the hills. Little boxes. Hillside. Yes. Little boxes made of ticky-tacky. Which... I love that song. <laughs> every time I watch an episode of it, even when I've gone back to watch the episodes, I always let that play. I do too. I just, it's I love so it. fun. It makes me feel comfortable. Every time I'm on the freeway and I see houses lined up in like perfect little rows, you I think sing about that it? song. <laughs> even if I'm by myself and it's so fun we for me. Oh, I love that freaking song. And I imagine little chickens sing it. Whoa. It's just my... Insanity. All right. <laughs> All right. There we are. Right. So Nancy is considered to be let out early um, and released into a halfway house. She kind of bugged out during this scene because she was supposed to be released into witness protection. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked this scene. I thought it was kind of strange 
I like that they didn't show what, what the parole officers. The parole I would, officers. That's what I think they were. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like that they didn't show them, and I liked. Yeah, it was a it was comedy. a very interesting way to like go back to go and, to do that scene yeah. without showing any of the other characters in it, and just Nancy was very clever. I thought. And it was very odd seeing Nancy dressed the way she was. She had pigtails and glasses, glasses and she kind of just had this mannish swag to her, which we find out. Um, She's like a full-on lesbian in jail. Yeah. Now, Nancy's had lesbian experiences in the past. Very, like, subtle ones. Not, not like, full-out or anything, but... Experiences are experiences, though, you know? It's yeah. not... This was a relationship. <laughs> this was like a full-on relationship. But it plays in with what Nancy is about because Nancy finds the best way to make her situation better. Better. Yeah. So obviously it's to find somebody, team up with them, and hey, if you know she got to get the box wet, she got to get the box wet. You know. I don't want to know what that means. No, you don't. I do not want to know what that means. <laughs> Please never tell me. So. <laughs> After this lesbian kiss with her roommate, um, lesbian kiss, it was like yeah, it was a like a romantic, session. like passionate kiss. And it wasn't like a smooch. Yeah, and apparently the whole jail could see it. <laughs> Everyone could see it. There's like hooting and hollering. Crazy. I guess um, jail is just one big whorehouse. So while they're in there, as, like as she's about to head out, um, the roommate gives her these oven mitts. And she said, the mitts are the key to our future. Mm-hmm. Kind of random. I can't really believe that... Two things about this scene. Yeah. One, her being released after three years. It's possible, murder, I guess. Well, she, was, she said that she was charged with manslaughter. Mm, yeah. But and it was self-defense. I think that so, parole I mean, officer guess, was really pushing hard. Well, yeah. I mean, clearly we see later on that someone fought to get her out, right. clearly. Which but, is cool. He kept his end of the deal. Up. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's you could get out early for good behavior under manslaughter. I mean, I don't know the, the full, the full law, law <laughs> about killing people. Um, now, the other thing was kind of weird was the fact that her roommate just gave her these mitts and she was able to just take these mitts out um well the weird thing is is that she had the mitts how did she how did like a person in jail get oven mitts (laughs) those are some dirty oven mitts as well they weren't like fresh or clean or no i mean unless she stole them from like the The kitchen kitchen or something like that but then i feel like she'd get in trouble (laughs) for taking oven mitts the oven mitt thing was a little strange that's Um, not very believable but you know so, what, what did you think the oven mitts represented when you first... At first, I mean, we find out later what they right. symbolize. But I f- at first, I thought it was, like, her her cellmate's, like, promise to her, like, <laughs> her, like, love promise. Because they had just yeah. had this passionate kiss. And I was like, wow, they are, like, they're in love. When this Russian chick gets out of jail, they're going to, like, get a house together and Nancy's going to be the wife and cook for her. That's what the oven mitts it's mean. Nancy put her kids through that. <laughs> I mean, I would not be surprised. She's put her kids through Things, so much. That's like, very true. I would not be surprised that she, like, shacks up with some Russian lesbian. I thought she was going to open the mitts up and there's going to be, like, something inside of the mitt. Oh, or that would have been interesting. Something along that lines. So then they shoot to Copenhagen, Denmark. Yes. 
And we find out, we see Shane is getting kicked out of his girlfriend's house, um, Renata, Renata, for not giving her a baby. Um, and apparently him, Shane, and Renata were puppeteers. <laughs> so strange. So random. Um, I like the, this little scene we heard kicking him out. and He's like a man now. He's not yeah. a child. And I, I, I was telling David before the show started... Um, I like where they're taking Shane's character, because um, as a child he was just boring and and I didn't really very neurotic. Ca- yeah, I didn't really care about what he was doing in the episodes, because um, he was a child. Yeah, my interest started being sparked last season when he was following uh, Esteban's henchmen around, mm-hmm. um, and he was learning how to kill people. Uh, then once he started seeing that. And being involved with that, that everything just started being interesting with him. Um, and of course, he killed Pilar, which was huge, um, enormous. And then we go to, <laughs> as he's being kicked out, he falls to the ground, and we see a picture of Silas um, on a billboard. On a billboard. On a bunch of billboards. On a bunch of billboards, like half naked. Half naked, wearing his little banana boat underwear, um, and we find out he's a model for. Flower water. Flower water? Is that what they were calling it? Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with this character right now. Who? Silas. Well, as we find out later on, he doesn't... I mean, we'll get to that later. Yeah, uh, but I'm just saying, like, they showed him. He looked tired. He, he looked worn He down. looked like a, a washed-up model, actually. Yeah, and his hair was darker darker did you notice that it was yes. like brown and he's like a blonde he gained weight he gained a lot um, of weight a lot of weight Maybe judgmental like a... <laughs> he didn't gain that much weight i mean he i wouldn't consider yes him he did no he i did not i would not consider him fat or overweight either but he, he beefed, that's just the way the I'll cookie he, crumbles i'll say he beefed himself up and he needs to just tone it up right now all right David, no comment <laughs> Um, no comment. <laughs> so, he's an international model. Um, international. Come well, on. A Copenhagen model. He's a model in Denmark um, for flower water. Yeah, and apparently he's partying all the time, and he just has a self-esteem issue going on. Whatever. Then we go to Andy and Doug. I totally forget about Doug. I totally forget that Doug's like following Well, what was around. weird is that he, in the last season's final episode... He was not on the plane with them. Right. Rich, the Richard Dreyfus character was. Well, Richard Dreyfus um, ended up getting arrested. On the plane? Yeah, for um, tampering with U.S. mail because he was a postman. Oh, uh, okay. He had... St- uh, he was stealing checks and people money that you know people were sending um, and gifts, and he was selling them on eBay. Nice. And he gave all the money to Nancy because he was in love with Nancy. Okay. Well, how did Doug? They never showed us how they Doug. They never got showed to us Copenhagen. that, but it was he three years later. So yeah, I mean, I guess like, he could have showed up whenever. Um, so Andy and Doug are self-made tour guides. <laughs> um, Andy's loving they it. Are. Doug's kind of like we need to get on doing something. Well, different. Doug, it seems like is using it as a way to pick up. Ladies. Yeah, well, I mean, and that's what that's Doug's deal. That's Doug. Um, also with Doug, Doug's always been on the selling weed. He always wants to try and sell drugs because he's a pothead. He's the probably the biggest <laughs> pothead out of I mean, as we watching, turn. <laughs> we turn to the TV. He's taking a bong hit. 
mean, Doug, Doug is just the biggest influencer of part on the show. Um, and as far as Shane, Shane needs to lose the uh, mohawk. Right, and those like mutton chops that he's got. <laughs> They're awful. Absolutely. I think they're, they might be fake, the sideburns. But Just they put to make on him, him to make him older. look older. I see that. I could see that. Um, because how old is he supposed to be? I don't know how old he's supposed to be. I think probably 18 because he was... Oh, he was about 15... 16, yeah, well, so actually he could be 18. 18. Yeah. He was 15 because he couldn't drive um, last season. All right, so then we get to the halfway house. And um, Nancy meets up with uh, Lipschitz, who um, was the FBI agent who promised her she would be able to be released into witness protection. Unfortunately, um, he told... Well, I guess... Fortunately. Fortunately. Yeah, because Nancy was afraid that she was going to... Well, fortunately and unfortunately. You think? Fortunately in the fact of Esteban's dead. Yes. Unfortunately. Which leaves questions to me as, well, she's still not safe because there are so many dedicated people who worked for Esteban. Well, the Lipschitz did say that the the Reyes gang has been disbanded. True. I don't... Which could mean a number of things. Right. But I just feel like with Weeds... Well, the, yeah, something's going to happen. They'll bring Guillermo back. For sure. Um, he's always been that character from season one who's always... Replayed. Yeah, he's a constant. And they've, him and Nancy have kind of had this like. Flirtation? A little flirtatious thing going on between the two of them. Really? Yeah. I don't see it. Um, well, no, because he was pissed at her last because right. she got him put in jail. Oh, well, yeah. Um, so we're in the halfway house. Um, she goes she- on a tour of this house with, uh, what was it, Ed? I don't remember his name. I, I believe it was Ed and. I like this character. I think he's going to be fun for the he next was fun. couple he episodes. Was awesome, giving her the tour and like rapping and like he had a rhyme for everything. That like if you do something bad, um, like if you're late, you seal your fate. To seal your fate. Meaning, <laughs> no, no, the, that was one of them. The pantry one. I don't remember what don't he rhymed remember that them. with, but he rhymed. He found the craziest things to rhyme th- um, stuff with. So as she's in the halfway house, of course. She's always thinking and plotting, and she gives this sad story about how she's hungry. She hasn't eaten since the morning. She has low blood sugar. Low blood sugar, and Ed falls into it and says, all right, you have two hours, which is like, I was kind of shocked by that. That she got the two hours? That you just got out of jail, and they're allowing her to be free and just walk around New York City for two hours. Yes, he could call the cops and be arrest her, but what if she had this elaborate plan set up? To do what? To escape and go to Copenhagen or something. And what? Just, look, this is Nancy Bottom we're talking about. <laughs> you could not get to the airport, buy a plane ticket, and get past security in two hours from Washington Heights. I mean, I guess you could get to LaGuardia. Yeah. But, one, she doesn't have a passport. Well, I'm saying, what if all this stuff was prepared for her, ready... Right, she had like a credit card ready to go and all that. I mean, as we see, her girlfriend was thinking ahead. (laughs) Well, yeah, I mean, it's the. I don't mean to stereotype, (laughs) but oh my goodness, Um, the Russians. So as she goes out, she goes out to go get food for two hours. That's what we have. Yes, that's what she's 
given the uh, the time to do like go out and like be quote unquote free, free now that she's out of jail um she goes to a little cafe and gets on the internet and does a webcam call with her sister she skypes with her sister um her nasty sister i do not like her i don't like i've never liked her sister her sister really always been that yeah that jealous like that rude character um Come to find out the sister has been watching Stevie, her the child. Um, well, because Esteban went to jail. Right, and so she went to jail, so it had to go to, I guess, the, the next of kin. Um, it really just aggravated me in so many levels because we're going to have to deal with the sister after finding out what she did. But basically, the sister's raising the child as if it's her child. Yeah. What is that? She, like, full-on stole Nancy's baby. And then showed it to her in front of her. As she puts Stevie in front of the webcam, he says, Hi, uh, Auntie and, Nancy. There he says, Aunt Nancy, yeah. Screwed and up. That is screwed up. How about the sister's father, I mean, the sister's husband, who, like, puts Stevie in front of him, and then he pulls him away really quick and looked like he was pissed on the... Like, and then she hangs up on her. Yeah. I mean, I can understand not wanting to deal with your sister's bull, but... This was to another level. It's like, you know, we watch United States of Terror and we see how Charmaine and Terror, yeah. Charmaine deals with her sister's crap and works through it all no matter what. Yeah, but that's different. In the fact of what? I don't know, but it's different. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I because, think that this sister's I mean, taking it to a whole nother she level. She did. That's what I'm saying. It's different, like, what Charmaine has to deal with compared to what Nancy's sister has to deal with well what i'm uh, yeah but where i'm i I, i'm with you because it's it's in the fact of like to me charmaine puts up with more she's physically there dealing with a bipolar uh, multiple personality you know on a daily basis where her sister her sister hasn't been in this show uh you know this series at all we never see the sister unless nancy's calling her just to you know catch up or something and she's always in this aggravated mood like nancy screwed her over or something um she tells her sister not to tell anybody and of course the sister being the douche she is goes and (laughs) you just call her a douche she is she really aggravated she is no i do not like her um goes and skypes with uh shane andy and silas and doug and doug um and basically, but she's very short with these conversations. It's very strange. Well, she calls them and is like, "Hey, I'm not." She's out of jail. She's in a halfway house in Washington Heights, and I'm not supposed to tell you, but I'm telling you anyway because I'm not going to listen to my sister. Okay, I got to go shave because I have class. a Kegel class coming. Peace. <laughs> and make onion dip. Like, gross. Um. What the, is that? These hippie free loving spirits. I can't. So, uh, while they're in this apartment that the four of these boys are sharing, men, they're men. They're boys. They're Did you men. see this dirty apartment? <laughs> and I love the scene of Doug spitting on the clothes. He was <laughs> ironing a shirt, and instead of putting water in the iron, he literally spit. So on genius. the shirt. We're getting water from the faucet. And just sprinkling it on the shirt. He just spits on it. It was so dirty. It was just, I loved it. It's kind of amazing. Um, I kind of loved it. <laughs> um, so basically, 
Yeah, uh, they're in there, and then all of a sudden, Andy's talking about uh, not Andy, um, Shane. Shane, yeah. Shane, out of all of them, Shane has the closest attachment to his mother. He always reaches he's the baby. He is the baby, um, and he always reaches out. And he also kind of understands and feels guilty of the fact that his mother covered for him for killing Pilar. Well, wouldn't you? I would. But if I was him, I would you know, also be open to the fact of, well, I wouldn't have killed Pilar if my mother wasn't a drug lord herself. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, That's true. You would have never been put in that situation. <laughs> why, why at the age of 14 am I walking under a tunnel from Mexico to... <laughs> Hey, things happen. Things happen. Okay. They sure do. They things sure happen. Do. Um, then we cut to the scene of... Well, actually, so Shane, you know, basically wants to go see his mother, so he buys everyone a ticket. Everyone but Silas. But Silas. Um, because he didn't. He wanted to use up the credit card before Renata. Renata. Um, Renata, um... Cut it off. Cut it off. What's weird, though, is that Silas is not upset about it. He's like, seems content in the fact that everyone's leaving and he's staying on his own. Well, this is where I think... I don't know where they're going to go. Do you think they're go. cutting him out of, the, out of the show? I don't know. I don't think so. Because, um, really, I know he loves working on the show, personally. Um, Do you? I don't know him personally. I'm just saying what I've read in interviews. Of him. Um, <laughs> don't get jealous. So, I mean, I know he likes working on the show. This is huge for him. But his character has always had this grudge against his mother. Yeah, I mean, they've never really gotten along that well. And when I say I don't know where they're going to take his character... More of the depressed line. I mean, we look at him. He's a model. He has a lot of things going on for him. So it seems on the outside. Right. But he does seem washed up. Yeah. He has, you know, dark eyes. He's out partying all the time. He's breaking out on his face. Mm -hmm. I mean, even like them covering up the zits, like that just was like, that was kind of gross. Really? Did you really like get into his bottom chin? His bottom chin what are you was. Talking about? I mean, like it looked like the proactive commercial before. Well, the I mean, it's not. And it I'm, happens. People do break out. Right, and stress, and that's what I'm saying. It's stress. it's coming from stress, and it's well, not yeah. coming from. And it's not like he's working a lot of hours bad, because um, the photographer nutrition. was nutrition. Bad nutrition. He was drinking beer. He's overweight. He's drinking flower water. Flower. <laughs> Which I'm very curious. Which I'm sure I need it's to an figure alcohol out what flower of water sort. is. Yeah, probably. Um, we should find out if it's real. I'm going to actually look it up right now. You're going to Google it? I am. So, I'm just curious as to where they're going to take this character. Um, b- because also, in the end of that, he needs to look at the fact of... He was always jealous of the baby. Stevie? Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the mother traded the baby for you. So it's like... Yeah, I mean, he's not really standing up and being like an adult about anything when it comes to his mother. And it's funny because that's what he always used to say about his about Nancy. Right. So now he's almost replaying Nancy's role. Yeah, I mean, Nancy's history role. always repeats itself with the children. They, Very true. They follow suit as to what their parents have done, so... 
her his mother never really acted like an adult, so why should he? I mean, I guess never acted like an an adult, and <laughs> she proved it again this episode. Nancy always has something up her sleeve, which is why I love I the show. I don't think she knew what was going on with those. She knew. It, I don't think she knew what it was going to be, but she knew something. I mean, she knew exactly where to go for everything, which right. means that they've spoken about this and they've had the idea. Well, yeah, I mean, lesbians are very tricky. They, <laughs> that is very true. It's true. They um, are very tricky. The views ex- expressed here. Uh, <laughs> um, I cannot listen to that thing. The views expressed herein are those oh, of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect there the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Yeah. So we cut to is. the scene of Nancy randomly in a sauna. It's like I thought you were hungry. This she, is... I think that we were both writing stuff down because when it was replaying, she's actually in like a Russian spa. What is with the Russians this episode? I'm telling you, Russians are crafty. <laughs> I don't want to say that. He's just racking up against Russians and lesbians, huh? And maybe it's just we're gonna get a Russian lesbian to knock through this door the hate right mail. now. We're gonna get hate mail <laughs> um, from the Russian lesbian community. I am sorry. I don't mean to stereotype. So she's in there with this woman, and she starts kind of poking. Well, she's trying to get the woman out. Yeah, because she brought the mitts with her, which is like you kind of use the towel. Like, you need it. These mitts, these Those? awkward big mitts are no, just... No, you would definitely need mitts. Yeah? For sure. To pick up those... I've never been in one You've of never been in a sauna? Though. Okay. So, in the sauna, they have, like, lava rocks. hmm In, rocks. like, sitting on top of a box that's heated, and it heats up the lava rocks. Mm-hmm. And makes them really, really, really hot. Okay. And then they pour water over them... And then it makes the room a sauna. So they're like... <laughs> they're like on fire. Like if you put a towel on them, the towel would catch fire, I feel like. Or it would burn through and onto your fingers. Mm. Anyway. Interesting. Yeah. Go to the gym and... <laughs> I don't have time to go to the gym. Step inside the damn sauna. <laughs> Just touch a rock. And touch a rock with a towel and see what happens. <laughs> All right. And then bring oven mitts and see if it works. That's what I'll do. So she goes on a scavenger hunt, as she explains, through uh-huh. these hot rocks and finds a key attached to... One of the rocks. Well, if they were so hot, wouldn't the key, like, melt or... I don't know. Oh. I'm, like... Okay, I'm just being stupid. It's metal, though. Does metal melt in under extreme heat? I don't oh. think so. Um. So she finds this key... Which didn't look like what it actually went to. Apparently, it no, went it did to not. this it car. It looked like a door key. A door key, like a regular brass door key. And then she leaves there, and she goes to this random garage, and opens the trunk of like this old ass old <laughs> And it was just like, how long has all this stuff been there for? Nobody well, I mean, changes those rocks. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, but I mean, in the beginning of the episode, it was the lava rocks, and. Someone was in there. In the beginning of the episode. Yeah, because there was no intro. Remember the beginning of the episode? Right. Okay. Um, I mean, but who knows when that was from. Right. So as she opens the trunk of the car, there's a random suitcase filled with grenades, a launcher. Like a bazooka, I think. (laughs) Like all these different weapons, but tons of grenades. Um, 
And Nancy looks at it kind of a little taken back. And then she smiles. And then she takes the suitcase. And I love the look that she had as she like is rolling it and it like over the bump. <laughs> and then she thought about like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't know where she thinks she's going with this suitcase. No. First of all, you're carrying this heavy suitcase. What if someone's like, oh, I got that for you? Or, well, she stops rolling it. First of all, second of all, the guy when he gave her the tour said that all their belongings are subject to random search. Right. So she's bringing back a suitcase full of weapons to. A halfway house where they're going to check her crap. Oh, Nancy. Nancy I mean, unless she stops somewhere and, like, checks it in, like, another car. I feel like like she'll put it someplace. I don't... I mean, I don't honestly think she's going to bring it back to the halfway house, but, I mean... Nancy's what what I call um, a two-step-ahead person. Really? Yes. She always... I don't think she is. Well, listen. Okay. She always thinks two steps ahead... But she never thinks that third step, and that's where she always trips. Okay. She always has the plan, but she never finishes the thought, the the full thought of it. You know, it's like, okay, this is going to be good. I'm going to get it there. I'm going to put it here. I'm going to be safe. I'm going to be clear. And it's like, well, you have it in a dumpster, and they're, they're, <laughs> now it's Thursday, and the trash is going to put it. And the trash is being picked up on a Thursday. Um, so, here we are now. She's smiling. She has this bag of weapons. Um, <laughs> I mean... She has weapons of mass destruction. Yeah. Literally. I love this show because it goes by... Okay, I hate the show because it goes by so quickly. Uh, I definitely could sit and watch a whole hour of this. I could too. Um, and for some reason, I thought this show was an hour-long I've show. I've always thought this was an hour I show. I think the first season was hour-long. Maybe I don't think so. The first so. couple seasons, I, I think so. Yeah, um, because I, I used to think the same thing. I remember being shocked and surprised uh, every season, and saying, "Oh, it's only a half hour. How depressing! How sad!" Yeah, because um, I was literally whipping through the episodes. Um, but I love the show because they just—it's like you said—it's more in real time. Yeah. I mean, um, we were talking about it after the show. Yeah, it, it's more in, in real time, and they don't give you a lot, but they give you enough. They do. They give you enough to make you want to come back and watch the next episode. And they give you enough to... But as a viewer, it's very frustrating. It's frustrating, but it's not frustrating while you're watching. No, not at all. It's frustrating at the end when you're like, wait, what? Yeah. What? But I guess that's what's kept them for seven seasons. Yeah, I guess so. Um, and we actually have some news on that. Uh, dun, dun, dun. But before we get to a commercial break, any last thoughts of the episode? Or? No. No? I don't think so. All right, Phil, take us to a commercial break. Want to find out what the afterbuzz is about? Genesis is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. I mean, it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Find out why Afterbuzz TV is the number one source for after show content. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy... Nucky is a villain. 424-256-1729. 424-256-1729. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? 
your husband or your best friend. <laughs> the wig! The wig will come out that wig. When the TV show is over, get your after buzz over. Get your after buzz over. Uh, thank you. That's a callback. It's By the way, I was trying to look up. Uh, I will have the answer in a moment as to how long the first season was. Oh, really? Because I, I would definitely not disagree if the first season was an hour. But the rest of the seasons have all been half hours because I've really bugged out every season when I realize it's only half hour. I love that song. I, I just, I, I really love that song. I like when I play and that when they I did changed the song. They used to change it. Oh, they used to change the song uh, every season. Every season, yeah. Someone would else like would sing it. A fast, like yeah. punk rock. Uh, yeah, I love that. It's awesome. Um, also, you know, it's funny. I, I wanted to mention before we get into news and gossip. Mm-hmm. I miss Celia. I really want her. There's so many characters from Weeds in the past that. I miss. I did not like that character. You didn't? I no. thought she was fun no. and funky. I um, thought she was annoying. All right. The question has been resolved. Yes. It is. Uh, the first episode was 31 minutes. The first episode was 31 <laughs> the minutes? The first yes. episode was 31 minutes. Uh, it was never an hour. It's so crazy. It was no, but I, if you must know, it was 31.01. Ooh. Ooh. I wonder how long this one. And the plot well, this one thickens. seemed. I felt if they said twenty-eight or twenty-nine minutes. So for this one, if you yeah. if you round it up, I guess that's an hour. <laughs> I do always round up from thirty-one. There you go. Price is right. <laughs> um, I miss Celia. I miss um, what was the character, the black guy from the first season. Do you remember him? I do. I liked him. I liked the. He was kind of like Nancy's. Comrade. Yeah. Con- that was his name. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Conrad? Yeah. Good job. That's weird. And it makes sense for what he was to her. Um, Are you sure? I, yeah. Um, that is some weird... And I do stuff. like Guillermo. And so with I that, do. let's go... Oh, Bad Girls Club. Sorry. Mm-mm. Off track. Mm-mm. With that, let's get into a little news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. Now, I didn't print this on here, but you can actually catch Guillermo in Britney Spears' new music video for I Wanna Go, which <laughs> she actually, she this is serious, she play, did an ode to Weeds, so it's kind of funny. She did? Yeah, it's kind Good of funny. Her. Um being so topical. Yeah, this uh, show's coming out. I wonder if they paid her for that. And Guillermo was in it as Guillermo. Oh, awesome. So, good, good for, for him. him. Working with Britney, getting that Britney money. <laughs> You're jealous. Showtime and Britney money. You are jealous. I, I can would see so it. love to be that, <laughs> obviously. I can see it. All right, so face. then Michelle Trachenberg will guest star as Emma, an intelligent pot-selling rival to Nancy. She'll also be a love interest for Silas. Trachenberg is slated to appear in two episodes this season. For Silas? So, so we know Silas will be back. Soon. So, yeah, he's coming back. That means he's definitely coming back to the United States. Well, or they could do, maybe he takes, maybe he's working on something, so they leave him out, and maybe they'll be back for the last two episodes, or... I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I think this is going to be interesting. I like, um... I like and I dislike something about this. I like that Nancy's going to have a rival. Uh Uh-huh. Because that's what Celia was, and that's what I liked about it. Well, yeah, but Celia was like... 
the same age range. Yeah, so this will be interesting to see. Having uh, like a, a quote-unquote rival that's a good 20 years younger than you is ridiculous. I wonder if she's coming into the halfway house, though. Ah. Could be a whole undercover brother type situation. What I don't like about this is I really hope, I know she's going to get involved, but Nancy, please stay away from the pot. <laughs> stay away from the pot. The show's called Weeds. It is. I'm sorry. All right. Hunter Parrish has admitted that he is hoping for an eighth season. Executive producer Roberto Benavib recently claimed that the show's upcoming seventh run could be the last. But series star Justin Kirk, who plays Andy Botwin, later refuted the suggestion. Parrish told Collider, saying, quote, I hope there is one more season, but I don't know that the show necessarily needs to go on longer than one more season. Or a couple more seasons, because I think the story... I think stories that get told in that amount of time are the perfect amount of time. What? Yeah, I don't... He has horrible grammar. I get what he's saying. I do too. But I think think one more season. I get that he wants the show to go into syndication. Yeah. (laughs) So he can make Will and Grace money. Or Friends money. But I could I could see one more season, eight seasons for Weeds, and then wrap it up. Because I, I think I, this we'll is have, interesting. We'll have to see where this season goes. We'll have to see. Well, hopefully First they don't all, pull a tear on us. And like midway through, tell us that it's being canceled. Tell us that it's being canceled, and then try to wrap it up nicely. You can't do that with Weeds. You can, though. Because had last season been the last season, with Nancy going to jail... That would have been a perfect ending. No way. <laughs> You're yes, bugging. it would have. David, I've watched them for six seasons. I've... This is... Unli- okay, unlike United States of Terror, uh-huh. we actually are involved with the other castmates. Right. In their lives. We right. get into their story. With United States, it was... They tell you a little bit about it, wrap it up, and get back to Terror. With Nancy, they actually... They'll actually sit... And talk about Silas and what he's doing in Copenhagen. And they could dedicate an episode to that and get back to Nancy here and there. They can't wrap all that up in this one season. You never know. That would be... Please don't do that, Showtime. (laughs) You never know. They are killing every show. Yeah, but don't kill this one. Kill it next season. I just think... I thought, you know, because I'm I'm not going to lie. When they wrapped up last season, I was like... Really, where are they going to take this? Where, right, that's where what are I'm saying. Go? When I heard that they were coming to New York, and it said, New City, New Deals, or something like that, I was like, oh my god, just when you thought that this thing could not go on any longer, they're going to switch the whole flow of things up. Right. And selling drugs in a little suburban area versus selling drugs in a huge city... And well, selling drugs to drug lords in Mexico. Right. I mean, the whole Mexico thing, we got a full two seasons out of it dealing with them. Oh. So now we're in New York. Who knows who she could meet? Who knows who could come back? Who knows right. what could happen with this? So Well, a lot can go down in the big city. Yeah. And I mean, if, if the cast is on board, I mean, both two of the cast mates were on board. The only person who said... He wouldn't want to see it was uh, the executive producer. Right. So, who knows? 
But um, that's your AfterBuzz TV so weeds news and gossip for the week of June twenty eighth, twenty eleven. Dun dun dun. And now, let's get into. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. All right. So, three years later. Yes. What do we think is going to happen with these characters? Now we see Shane, Shane, uh, Doug, and Andy are coming back to New York. Right. Uh, are going to New York. We also saw next week that they go to visit Nancy in the halfway house. Um, but we don't know if they get to see her. We don't know. They but get to the halfway house. And they talk to Ed. And they talk to the... To whatever his name is, you think his name is? It Ed? was. It was. He he used the word in front of Ed, like it was like Coach Ed. Or he he called himself something Ed. Okay. Before, which is why I got confused at first. But his actual name is Ed. Okay. Um. So they talked to him, and, and so he there's... said, "What are you expecting to see the old Nancy?" Well, you're wrong. Well, I think he was talking to someone else because it seemed like she goes to some guy's house and is being tested, like quote unquote. That guy that he said, I know who you are? Yeah. Well, to me, what I took that as was her going to get rid of the weapons. Like, she was going to be selling the weapons to somebody and getting money for the weapons. Because, I mean, that's the only thing for the future you're going to get money. Right. What is she really going to do with grenades and whatnot? Um, (laughs) Blow up the halfway (laughs) I'm done with this place! (laughs) Um... So yeah, we get that and um, we get that and so where do you think predictions for the season? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, predictions for the season. Where do you think they could I take this? Know. I don't know where they're going to take Nancy. I, that is the only person I can just imagine. Um, I believe Guillermo will come back. They always bring him back, um, and they weren't specific about his death. Um, they just kind of just I step on stuff. Talking. They didn't say Guillermo died. No, no. So I do believe Guillermo, and Guillermo's always trying to just get her back for what he did. So she did. Um, so where do you see Silas and Shane going this season? Do we see Silas chasing his mother back with the rest of the family, or kind of doing his own thing? I don't know. I feel like. The next episode, at least for the next episode, he's going to remain in Denmark. Mm -hmm. And then maybe in like two or three episodes, he'll be coming back to meet them in New York. But I feel like for a while, he's going to be... Trying to do his own thing. He's going to be doing his own thing, like living on his own. And it's interesting that they're going to throw this Emma character in there. Yeah, so maybe he meets her in... And interesting, she's going to play his love interest and be rivaling... Nancy. Very strange Very things sh- happening. I mean, how do you go from a drug lord as the, you know, negative character um, to a little girl named Emma? So I think that they're going to bring somebody else in, you know, to be the, the conflict of this season. Um, I guess we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I just... I, 
The thing about this show that I used to do is I wouldn't watch when it was on, and I would wait like four episodes so that you could, so I could just watch it. them back to back to back. Because <laughs> it really irks me. Because I love, I honestly just love watching this show, and when it stops like that, it just breaks my little heart. <laughs> breaks my little heart. I'm sorry. But guys, we thank you so much for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed um, Weeds as much as I did. I have something to talk about. Oh, what? Wait, oh, you need to I'm share this little gossip thing. Oh, promote no, something. No, I'm not talking Pro- about that. Why? What did you say? I'll talk about it when she shows up. Okay, so we're going to have her in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> when, as soon as Michelle Trachtenberg shows up, I have a story to tell about her to her face. All right. um, she's not showing up in the studio, but I Go will tell my story. Go back to the grocery store. I, <laughs> it was Target. Oh, same thing. Um, I am performing in a show next week. What? July 8th and 9th. I am performing a show at the Knightsbridge Theater here in Los Angeles. So if you're in the Los Angeles area, please come see us. There's going to be four performances, two each night, one at 8, one at 10 o'clock. And I am working with this new theater company called 30 Minute Musicals. And what they do is they take a cult classic film and cut it down into a 30-minute musical. Okay. So it's everything that you love about the movie wrapped up in 30 minutes and the first one that we're doing is showgirls so it's everything you loved about the movie wrapped up into 30 minutes and With then songs added music and dance could we get a title of one of the songs from showgirls because what <laughs> um fuck you like a fish oh my goodness um there's put the ice on your nipples i is oh. these are all original songs well, clearly clearly <laughs> um now how much were the tickets uh, $12 online if you go to Brown Paper Bag Tickets okay. um, and look us up. We also have a, what, there's a website you can go to www.30mm.co. That's 30minutemusicals.co. Um, and that will lead you to Brown Paper Bag Tickets where you can get tickets. Um, at the door, they're going to be $15. And what else? There's going to be food trucks in between, two burger trucks. One each night. Just burger trucks. Just burger trucks. Because if you watch Showgirls, they, she eats a lot of burgers. Wait, so it's planned? The actual food trucks are planned? Yeah. As far as, like, themed? Yeah, of course. That's really cool. Of course. However, think through everything. I recently fell in love with the Korean taco truck. Have you ever had that? No. Amazing. Way off topic. I am not a fusion food person. Korean tacos. Well, they're not really tacos. <laughs> it's like on a Korean bread, and I call it a Korean taco because that's what it looks like. Is it the kimchi truck? Is it? I, I don't, don't know. know. It's an orange truck, but I just love it. Um, but come see us. Yes. It's going to be fun. Now, is it a new musical every month? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I think for now it's just showgirls, and then eventually there will be more. All right, well, guys, make sure you check that out next Friday next or next Saturday. Um, and check us out back here next Tuesday here for Weeds. Very excited for it. Very excited. And um, we'll catch you then. Peace out. Ciao. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz you later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.